0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to One World, One Blood Bowl, episode 19. I have collected a collection of collectors, and collectively we're going to discuss Blood Bowl collecting. Where does collecting sit within the space of playing Blood Bowl? I think there's a little bit of a collector in all of us, uh, and certainly there's a lot of collecting that goes on alongside Blood Bowl. If you've been to the tabletop tournaments, you'll come away with some stuff. If you've been to more than one, you've come away and you've started a collection. But the three guys I've got with us this evening, uh, in no particular order, but I believe next to me on your screen is uh, Steve Green, also known as Greenberger. Uh, and then down the bottom corner, we have Rolex Naf, who is on one frame every roughly five minutes, we estimate. Uh, but we can hear him perfectly. So hello, Rolex. Hello. So we're, we're pleased to have him with us. And then directly beneath me is the legend that is the Bimster. Hello, Bimster. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and uh, and three uh, more you know a, a greater collection of collectors i could not possibly have found i bring to you this evening uh, the dice collector the team collector and the everything to do with blood bowl collectors Um, And I just want to talk to them about that. I think that's an interesting subject we haven't touched on yet. Uh, We need to talk more about painting. I'm definitely going to have to do something about that in the next few episodes. Uh, And the next one actually will be a week today. Because I'm going on holiday and the summer's all messed up, it kind of makes sense. Uh, And a week today, we're going to do toxicity in blood bowl. I've invited three very toxic members of the community on, and we're going to discuss blood bowl and toxicity, what it means, is it okay, how do we define it is there too much of it, too little of it, all that sort of stuff. But this one is about the collectors. So uh, this one's also going to be very, very visual. So for those of you on Spotify, I'm going to try really hard to describe along what we are, uh, what we're having a look at, uh, as are obviously the people that we've got here to, dis- to, to describe and possibly even defend their collections to some degree. Um, so I think without further ado, let's launch straight in. Now we have got, uh, they've, been very very nice this this week they've uh, given me a variety of things to show you we' have a PowerPoint presentation of uh, the uh, the beautiful teams of Rolex NAF, and we've some lovely slides of the collections of both Greenberger and BIM um, I'm just going to see whichever one comes up first and then we're going to have a look at those and uh, sort of tell you what we see and then talk about collecting so I think first up is' going to be uh, it's going to be you actually Greenberger I think let me just have a look at that and check that when I cut to this. Yeah, there we go. Uh, that would appear to be your hobby cupboard. So we're just going to talk about that in a second. Um, you collect Bulb Bulb stuff,
1: don't you? Absolutely, yeah. And uh, it's a quite an eclectic mix, that cupboard. Um, there's some and some embarrassing aspects to it, I think. You know, I've got a, a penchant for things still in their plastic. Um, or... You know, I trap trap figures, figures still in their blisters and, and such like and which is I think the biggest I you know, if I get any kind of feedback and uh, concern from my fellow blood bowlers, it's probably that is, you know, set it free. Why should it sit there in its shrink wrap? Let's see it out, let's be it used and painted. Um but I've got this kind of you know, an opponent and I have got loose figures and I have got teams and I do I do let some out. Um, but I trap a lot of them in their boxes and, uh, and collect them up, including different versions, old versions of the game. So I, so, I do play Yeah, starting
0: here lot. right at the very top of the cupboard, we have um, we have Blood Bowl from the very first editions, didn't we? Uh, and the yeah, second yeah. edition and the classic Dungeon Bowl boxes there we can see.
1: That's right, that's right. And some are open, uh, the, some are The and...
0: Death Zones. Oh, wow, and, and yeah, lots of the, the wrappers still on that, the shrink wrap. That, I believe that increases its value in the collecting world. It,
1: it does. There's certainly a cachet for for items which have kind of haven't seen the light of day and are unplayed and untouched. And there's and uh, well,
0: there's all those original teams, of course.
1: Yeah, then, yeah. So you see some second edition teams there, some kind of limited edition sort of figures. And now all we're not first,
0: we're not telling people where your house is, are we? So they're they're not going to be able to break in and take this away with them.
1: Absolutely. I, I live in the Atlantic on an island, so it's <laughs> a particular challenge. Probably the to get a the, the, the classic
0: Red Blood Bowl boxes. there, of course. All Crazy the, island. All the pitches completely unopened, all in their shrink wrap. Absolutely beautiful collection. And down there, oh, I mean, oh, what have we got oh. here? All sorts of spikes and compilations and star players. Just a few little players down the bottom. And, of course, some dice cups. No collection complete without a few dice cups. No, um, no. It's it's incredible. That's uh, that is your your blood bowl collection. That's what you're here to talk about, is it?
1: I, I, I guess no. That's probably part of it. Um, you know, there's certainly you know on top of that sort of. Uh, I have a few dice myself. Um, you know, uh, knocking knocking around my desk here, which I enjoy using. So um, the, next, the next shot I've got lose.
0: lined up is this one. That's of course uh, an entire field of beautiful metal tokens. Um, from uh, your classic apothecary tokens, refs tokens. We've got uh, some even the new ball tokens. There's been a lot of development in ball tokens, new about five or six years ago. Now we've got the ball rings that also often on the back tell you the throwing range, Careful. sometimes tell you the uh, the one to eight of you know where the scatter templates are on top of them. But there we are, you see some with the throwing ranges on the back. Um, just incredible, the movement in the sort of quality of products around in the blood bowl field. A lot of these are, of yeah. course, metal, which is again very new in the last few years for making of your blood bowl bits and bobs, isn't it? But an entire yeah, page I mean,
1: there. That's right. I mean, if you if you go to the, the, there at the very bottom the, the original ones from from Charlie Alpha himself, he just has incredible products, mm. you know, an whole range of them. There um, we go, and dice cups and various dice and stuff like. Um, so I think he sort of set the particular. Bar, I think, for 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 the uh, for the ball tokens. Yeah.
0: So we've seen quite a lot of your collection, but then I have further evidence. We have, of course, this, which is it seems to be every star player in their original blister pack, unopened.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Um, so th- th- those are the Forge World. That's the Forge World range. Um, Incredible. I, I have painting
0: friends that would genuinely kill you if they could gain access to four or five of those that they've been searching for. Forever, these unexplained plastic boxes you sent me pictures of. Is this part of the collection too oblique to even get into the collection status?
1: So, these I mean, these are blisters, so they go Uh, back from the very first editions all the way up to fifth edition, where we we waved goodbye to the standard blister. Um, pretty much all of them. There are a couple still I'm out, I'm looking for a couple of grail items from fifth edition. You know the uh, the elusive um, dark elf assassins. Haven't even seen them in a the blister pack, but I'm pretty sure they were in one. Um, but bar that, even dice. There's even dice poking out in the, the top left on one of those boxes there. I do need to find a good way of displaying these. Yes, uh, out, uh, yeah.
0: you were described to me as someone that's that's collected everything in Blood Bowl. Is that fair? Are you just if it if it's, it's to do with Blood Bowl, fair. you just.
1: I would think everything I can collect up to 2016, so it's more of an antiquarian feel, Right, to most of the collection, I think. Um, I haven't kind of delved into everything recently apart from Borgewell. Um I kind of felt at the time it was, you know, it was a limited set, you know because it was offered, on- they only produced so much in Games Workshop. I could coll- I, g- I could feasibly finish a collection. right. But it's and it and I'm close to up to sort of to, up to fifth edition, pretty close. But uh, that's taken many years, I think. To and, to and that's
0: it. of everything Games Workshop put out in the space of Blood Bowl
1: mm, publications. Uh, yeah, dice, um, figures, loose and in boxes. Absolutely, it's but a completion thing. I think. It's a completion
0: thing. I mean, yeah, it's become a quest. Has it to really to say yeah. one day that's that's first edition done, second edition done third edition done, you know, put that stamp on it and say, I have all of that.
1: That's right, yeah. I mean, that's why I think it's something, I think if you're a collector and you, uh, you're you looking at a particular set, there's something very, but dice are very different, you see. Dice are constantly coming out, they're constant flow. But with the Games Workshop kind of figure sets and the product lines, you can almost collect it all if you spend long enough at it. Um, and Bimster, the... is this
0: true? You're an uh, ephemeral man living in a stream of ever-changing content.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't have put it better. Yeah, it is a stream, a stream of little plastic cubes rattling around, All always right. ending up on a one.
0: <laughs> well, of course they do. Um, keep your madness in its box. We will, we will, we'll come back to it. I'm sure. Um, Steve, the two shots that you gave me that I think I'm the most excited about showing people. So we've shown them your huge plastic tubs of of as yet to be displayed collection, your your completionist need those wonderful blisters just covering every single style player, uh, an entire sort of double four sides of A4 of of tight little pockets of beautiful little metal tokens. I'm a huge fan of the metal tokens. I went to a an event just uh, just two weeks ago, the Pearly Kings and Queens. Didn't do particularly well, one of my worst events ever. One of the things that made it really fun, the giveaway was just four little Mm -hmm. metal uh, re-roll tokens, but small and beautifully made. Uh, And I think they're my new favorite re-rolls until I get given another set of re-rolls, which I no doubt will be at some event very, very soon. You do just accrue stuff, whether you wish to or not. Was that what got you started? Was it just that you found you had some stuff and that... That formed the, the need, or did you absolutely set about it and say, no, I, I'm going to go back and get this stuff?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's uh, the latter, actually. I mean, I love my dice, and I treasure the things that I um, I come across in the, the course of playing. I love going to tournaments. We've got a great scene here in, in Tenerife and in Spain, um, and those are the things I probably treasure most, actually, um, that you come across, and they've got to have a context and value to them. Um, but no, I think, I, even from a young lad, I had collections, it was bookmarks, it was key rings. Um, and I have a lot of other games workshop stuff, not just sort of game, you know, a Blood Bowl. So what actually attracted me to Blood Bowl was probably the love of the game in the community more than more than right. anything. I and mean, I have a whole bunch of Warhammer and 40K and other things like that. But why, why Blood Bowl? I think it's just a game, a game that captured my imagination. So so Blood
0: Bowl captured you, and you brought your collecting in with that.
1: That's right. It kind of translated. Um, I tried to get out, and it just dragged me back in. It dragged (laughs) you back
0: in. Well, and when you have such beautiful pieces as these last two, which I really, really want to show. So let's just put these up. They are absolutely stunning. Um, And I think we'll move from just collections to things that to make people uh, awed to see that this is in your collection. Uh, This is the first of those two lovely pictures you sent me. Can you explain to us what we're looking at here?
1: Uh, I mean, Wayne, Wayne England generally uh, as a Games Workshop artist I've always loved. I love these characters. He, he, he gets into his work. And you see it across lots of different genres in Games Workshop. But this is the fans. So this was in the third edition manual. Um, and uh, there's a n- number of these illustrations out there in the femoral. This is This is the one I managed to pick up. Um, but it's just great, isn't it? I mean, it, I think third edition for me was my favourite. I think if you looked at Wayne England and Pete Nifton's artwork, it had a certain comic value to it it didn't take itself too seriously and I think for me that's yes that's it, it absolutely
0: dialogue. set the tone as brutal but funny I', I so sort
1: funny, of humored yeah and you know and, uh, you know, and it was, speaking yeah, of which wonderful.
0: what's what's going on in this other piece here this lovely one?
1: Well, I mean, this one's more recent, but um, by uh, by an artist that uh, Carl Critchlow, who's an a lo- an old school artist who created a lot of great work back in the day, what I call the golden age, you know, of Warhammer and such like. But this is one he did quite recently, and it was in Spike. Uh, and then when the the, the new edition rulebook turned up, there it was in there, it had been coloured in though, uh, which wasn't his original sort of piece. That would have been more like the comic artwork and such like. But uh, yeah it's It's hard to find artwork, actually, and um, it's hard to find original artwork, particularly older stuff. Hmm. you know a lot of that actually, from what I understand, was thrown in a big skip at a certain point. Yes, along you the can
0: of, you can imagine that someone thought, yeah we've 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 done this, we don't need this anymore.
1: That's right. Well, they had a room uh, which was part of the of the studio, and in there they had a bunch of drawers which held the artwork, and it was an ap- apocryphal day relayed to me by one of the Games Workshop staffers when someone came literally with brim bags and cleared a whole bunch of it out. And uh, we think that's where most of Pete Nifton's work no. ended up. Yeah, I mean, I've met Pete Nifton,
0: lovely, lovely chap, and a fantastic artist still, but
1: yeah, absolutely, that iconic
0: yeah. stuff he did back in the early editions was just, to me, that was Blood Bowl. That was the iconography of Blood Bowl.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You, you you would, you'd hope it.
0: nowadays that, that these media-savvy companies would have an archivist specifically going around saying, oh, we need to keep this and this and this. I suspect oh, that... They do
1: now. They do actually now. So they have an individual solely at Goins Workshop for archiving their intellectual property. Um, and it's a team, you know, it's an individual manages it, runs it, and it's terabits of artwork. Terabytes of hard work. There's, yeah. there's there's Let's a part see. of me
0: thinking that's a wonderful thing for the future. There's a part of me thinking that's a terrifying thing about intellectual property and the right yeah. to to own things. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll never live in the world where someone finds a copy of the Beatles handwritten, you know, in, in their grandmother's loft again. That I think those days are gone. Um, yeah, I and, think and perhaps you know the the game came at the point where we were surfing over those edges. So, yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful collection. You've got some absolutely beautiful things. Um, yeah. Why? Where does that intersect with you playing Blood Bowl? You said that you've got an active scene in, in Tenerife, which is where you live. Hence, you're not just wearing a false yeah. tan or, or getting the heat wave ahead of the rest of us. You're genuinely brown, aren't you? Um, yeah, no, it's hot here. Generally
1: nothing most of the year, but, nothing uh, you've shown us in this
0: beautiful historic collection is usable in modern Blood Bowl, is it? I mean, can you play any of those teams still? Do you bring them to the table, Tom?
1: Yeah, I, I tend to use third edition teams for my the teams that I play. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and most of them fit in quite nicely. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, there's a wonderful scene here. I mean, we have leagues. I have face-to-face leagues. Um, I fumble, and I play regularly across, uh, across various leagues and such like. I intend to travel more. Uh, lots of my friends here went to Bilbali this weekend. Unfortunately, I couldn't go, but you know, intend to go. And the, the leagues, actually, in the tournaments in Spain are big. You know, they're big, well-attended things. So I was delighted when I moved over that there were I had some fellow blood bowlers I can I could draw on. Yeah, absolutely. But it does get used. My dice do get used. I have my my set that I I reach for. You know, and in, in, in such like. But yeah, no, as much. A, but sadly, and to the malaise of many people most of my collection will stay under its plastic or, you know, suffocated in its blister packs. Well, I
0: mean, if that's if that's what gives you joy, then, I mean, who is anyone to say otherwise? Does it give you joy? Do you, do you, is it just wallpaper now or do you act- actively sit there looking I, at it and playing with it? And...
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, um, yeah, no, I, I'm surrounded by it. I, you know, te- I tend to, you know, this is my work life. Serious. A couple of pictures in the background, maybe for those that under, you know know about fantasy at Marionberg, if you remember Marionberg, the Warhammer fantasy role play stuff. But most people don't don't realise that. But then then obviously it's just on <laughs> just out of my mind's eye here. I have dice in front of me, and I have um, you know David Gallagher's um, epic um, box artwork directly above my my computer here. So. Yeah, no, it's always with me, and I I miss it actually. And it's a very sad thing to say, but it's my home, it's my lair. I, you know, I, it's where I kind of retreat to. And I think most people would appreciate that. You've you said for work that,
0: that the cameras turned slightly, though. Have you? Do you unite those halves of your world between the, you know, the you that is is that man that collects and that is surrounded by everything he sees in front of him is to do with his his, his blood bowl paraphernalia, and the you that is the rest of your world.
1: I am I'm, I'm an unashamed unashamed um um uh unashamed well, gamer. Um, uh, at so the point I'm where it's really, taken
0: over rooms of your house, I guess you have to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it, you know, you get outed occasionally when sort of colleagues come along and go, "Oh wow," I, um, uh-huh. yeah, okay, um, but it's. Uh, yeah, no, I'm surrounded by. It. I'm unashamed about it. I'm really happy to talk to people about it. Yeah, so I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much the same at work as I am at home, anyway, and that includes my hobby.
0: And, and where where is the line for you? Because you say you've stopped at 2016. Was it was it the rule sets, or was it just there's a point where I can say no? History changed then for Blood Bowl, so it's a stopping point.
1: Oh, it's been such a journey, I think, to collect everything up to fifth edition. I'm kind of. i would probably draw breath at that. I think a little bit, and um, and then maybe sort of catch up. I also also feel like twenty sixteen is very easy to get. It is a kind of thing of I can I can probably just clear that up fairly quickly. Um, and uh, yeah, focusing or give myself a boundary, a parameter for my my collection is kind of makes me gives me the satisfaction in some ways. Knowing I could potentially complete it, and there are just a few items that I'm looking for. I need. Um,
0: anything it, I think you want to put a shout out for see if it's out there in the community
1: well I mean, I, I mean anyone who's buying loose figures so the one loose figure I'm missing is one that's probably missing for most people's collection is the, the, the Dark Elf Referee which is a bit of a limited edition Games Workshop um, figure so I'm missing that one in boxes probably only just a handful you know the um, Dark Elf Assassins that were a late edition to 5th edition Okay. And uh, a scab, and that's pretty much it. Maybe the fifth edition Zug, which looked a little different, they had a number of them, uh, which have um, a white. See, this is the other thing I've ended up collecting different card backs, so I probably have about
0: <laughs> that's a true completionist, is not it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking just the blue and red card backs, I've got the American so, one. Sorry, the...
3: you yeah. said that you miss uh, the fifth edition special Zug, the one with the helmet.
1: The, the one I I got that one on a white card back mail order, but I'd love to get ah, okay, okay. in a in a, in okay. a okay in the blue. the blue and the red, yeah, yeah. So nope. if anyone got those, that would be that would be my great I have a
3: one. I have a spare one, but uh, but it's not in a
1: box. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, definitely need it Sort of suffocating its own plastic. Uh,
3: in not place. nothing I own is a, is in a box.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I do have a
3: loose Power
1: one. Power to freedom, yeah. So, absolutely. So, I mean,
0: look, I, I, as I've said, I, I go to tabletop tournaments. I, I get given stuff. At the latest NAFC, I was given a lovely Charlie Victor thing, um, which does absolutely nothing. It's here in my stuff drawer. its I think it's the, now the ultimate in terms of where Blood Bowl is at. So it's metal. It's stunningly well-engineered. Uh, it looks like... Oh. Oh, I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful, solid metal thing by, I believe, either Black or Down or Charlie Victor products, who are both making some absolutely stunning stuff.
1: My favorite. But it has
0: absolutely no use. It is entirely impractical. It it does nothing. If you, um, but there it is in my blood you, bowl stuff if drawer.
3: A ninja could kill someone.
0: I mean, I've got some other if beautiful, things. <laughs> beautiful things. Yeah.
3: But if you were a ninja, you could kill someone with that.
0: So I think all of us end up with at least a drawer full of stuff. Where that crosses into collection, I don't know. Um, I mean, I've, I've a, always said to me that yeah. they're, they're pieces in a game. I mean, I'm, I'm almost the, the, the feral opposite of you, and yet
1: here I am with a collection of, of nice stuff. And You know, I think that's lovely. And I think, you know, you don't have to complete the whole thing to really enjoy a collection and, you know, have... Mem- I mean, dice great mementos, Um you know, I think the older I get, you know, so I was started playing in the nineties, early nineties. There's a nostalgia aspect to it as well, you know, um, which is great. And also, I think probably a slight like historian to me. I love history, and there's something around sort of cataloging mm. something, even if it's a very niche piece of history, you know. So, for instance, we were we were, last time we caught up, we were talking about that David Gallagher picture, and actually yes. those are people within the studio being yeah. represented. which I, I just love those little cool things and facts. And the other thing I think which which comes alongside that is I've been able to speak to a lot of the original artists and producers and hear their stories and see the the love they have for the game, because they worked on many games, yeah. but they all love Bloodbottom.
0: Yes, it's interesting. I mean, Pete Nifton says the same. There's something about this game that almost yeah. everyone associated with it I mean, the player base. I mean, we know that's that's true. Look how insane we've been. But that's the right. creators as well have all seemed it's got their their teeth into everybody. Everyone's yeah. got a certain soft spot spot for Blood Bowl. That's um, right. And talking to other tabletop gamers, even those that haven't played it, everyone's heard of Blood Bowl. It's got yeah. a, a semi-mythical status as this game that couldn't get killed and the beer and skittle game taken seriously. And it, it just it has this slightly odd place in the world of tabletop gamers, even doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it does. I think that's right. I mean, the original, you know, third edition art and um, sculptor, Gary Morley. Um, you know, I've, I've spoken to him an awful lot. But, you know, more recently, I was, I was able to buy some of his original green stuff figures and uh, which I really treasure and probably run into a burning building to, to retrieve. Um, and, you know, some of the stories he had, of course, they had their own league. So they were playing it. They were developing it. They were loving it themselves. He happened to win his league and he actually began a sculptor. He made his own trophy, which, which I saw with his, his particular star player on. Now, I want to talk um, about
0: this and this and playing leagues some more, but I want to get the other two guys' story in first and then I want all of us to talk about how collecting feeds into Blood Bowl and, and bring all of that together. But I think you know it's great to have all the voices for that. I guess absolutely. my final question to you and then I want to move, move on to Rolex. I think it's natural talk as we're talking about art and history and sculpting to his uh, his interesting collection. My final question is: Has it has it cost you anything? I mean, are you? Do you have a significant other? Do they put up with this? Do your Do your children respect yeah. and love you? Are you?
1: Yeah, not having children has helped. So this has become my kind of like my adopted child. In so instead
0: reason. of cats, it's it's blood bowl stuff. Yeah, so of gone. Cats, that, yeah. Eighty-two to like twenty-sixteen inclusive.
1: It. That's right, and you know, I'm moving to the island and you know, quietening down a little bit just gave me yeah. a little bit more time to feed it um you know it, it it's it's an expensive thing to to dig into the archives and collect try to collect everything it is expensive but it doesn't have to be to to build a, a little collection but you know buying in blisters and all of that stuff is it can be pricey but it's um yeah so overall i dread to think um, advice is you know find find and I, my best friend is this find someone in your will you can who appreciates what you've really spent on it well, as opposed I, to what you maybe said you've spent on it. I, th- I think, my
0: yes. yes, my goal for you, Steve, is, is I will we will try and make Blood Bowl popular enough that you can open a small museum to Blood Bowl on the island of Tenerife, uh, yeah, and yeah. holidaymakers can spend just a few hours in their two weeks just popping in yeah. to learn more about the history of Blood Bowl.
1: I'd come, but, yeah, but I imagine I am, the
0: target market's quite small right now.
1: It is a bit niche, but you know, I am talking to uh, a fellow gamer who's moving to the island about opening a game center. Actually, um, so this might happen.
0: Hey, look, just a big old room with the history of Blood Bowl, and I'll, I will, I will <laughs> take a family holiday there just to pay you ten pounds to walk into I'll that hold, room.
1: I will hold you to that, and you can come free of charge. Um, and I'd, I'd have
0: to, to pay, so you've had at least one person that year that did.
1: Why? Oh, thank you. <laughs>
0: Um, no, I said I'd move on, so I'm afraid we need to. We will come back, obviously. Feel free to join in as we are talking to the lovely Rolex Naf and his occasionally moving image. Hello. Hey, Rolex. How are just, you?
3: Just, well, quite fine. Just a uh, uh, thing to be precise, I'm Rolex Naf just because Rolex was on Twitch, was not available.
0: Okay. But you are Rolex. I mean, that is how we should, we should know well, you. So, sorry if I've mislabeled uh, you. Don't...
3: Well, uh, it's not a problem at all. I, I came in the game just playing. When I, when I started playing, I had one team. Then I bought another, I bought another. I had some success <laughs> as a player. And uh, I arrived second at, uh, at what was the Italian Championship at the moment. And the right. prize was six uh, teams uh, of uh, Games Workshop. So at that point, uh, I had almost uh, all the third edition. Then uh, I said, okay, I have everything for third edition. It's okay. Oh, oh, but this second edition rats looks so cool. <laughs> and this other thing looks so cool. And, I'm, and uh, from then on, I just uh, bought all the teams I wanted to own. So we've got That's some. More we got some there. Yeah, we have
0: some graphical evidence to go into this. Um, he sent me a PowerPoint presentation. We are going through this. There will be questions at the end. Okay. So first of all, uh, the blood bowl collector. I'm not able to actually show it as a presentation, so forgive me. I'm just going to click through them. Uh, so how his first team began in 2009. You were invited to play in the TTP Association Summer League, having no idea about the rules or the teams. You rolled some dice and you were given ogres. I mean, wow! It's it's incredible you're still playing any kind of
3: Blood Bowl at all, isn't it? I I I ended in the semi-final. I lost in the final against Dead. And just
0: how terrible was everyone else at Blood Bowl? Sorry. Wow, well, should...
3: <laughs> pretty bad, pretty bad. But we were like local players. Play uh, people sure. was uh, playing. Uh, uh, they, they there was no, not knowledge of the deep end of the game. But uh, I catched up quite fast. No, and, I'm, uh... look, I'm
0: joking. I get enough trouble for this podcast being just about elite play. It isn't. It's about all levels of blood bowl. And in a, in a local league, what's wonderful is you can be a great player, but you get two games of tough dice and you're not getting the playoffs that season. And someone else is. Yes. So there's. And that... I'm totally joking. I don't want to be thought toxic. That's next week.
3: Well, but I started like that with ogres, and now if you look for and me, there I, am on, uh, so the ogres I am, of am on Onan. number 14.
0: Um, so your, your, first, uh, your first ogre team was named after Onanism. I think that's uh, very fine. Yes. And You don't, you, you don't want to know. <laughs> you built and made them yourself.
3: Yeah, yeah. With uh, I, I had some ogres around, uh, some plastic ogres, and so I just uh, I just uh, fit them for Blood Bowl. I still own them. Beautiful,
0: and then you went on to make their fans.
3: Yeah, uh, I am. I'm a bit back on the presentation. What What are you showing now?
0: I'm showing the next page, which is the kit bashing frenzy, and the psycho yeah. fans, which earned you your first best team prize. Was that for yeah. painting and the kit bashing, or was that for play?
3: Uh, painting and team. It is like uh, no, no. It was the, for painting and kit bashing. They are all kit bashed from uh, plastic, uh, from GW plastic. The Minotaur is from impact.
0: So, from the very start, you were already someone that knew how to paint and how to kit bash.
3: Yeah, but then uh, you
0: were coming into Blood Bowl.
3: Yes, I, I, I did, I did already paint. I did already kit bash. I was a player of uh, fantasy battles. But then I came back. I came into Blood Bowl because uh, in my league, uh, in my uh, city, Blood Bowl was a summer game. In summer, people played Blood Bowl.
0: Right, so to, in the winter, hide in the dark, play 17 hours worth of, of tabletop fantasy battle. Yeah. In the summer, sit outside, have a nice cooling mojito, roll some dice, yeah. and play 45 minutes worth of Blood Bowl.
2: Yes, exactly.
3: I love that. That's makes just great, makes perfect yeah.
0: sense to me, and I'm definitely not stereotyping there at all, am I?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe not mojitos, maybe just uh, something more Italian.
0: <laughs> um, okay, and so look back to the lovely images because, as I said, we, we have a PowerPoint. Care. We are going through it. So we have these lovely kit-bashed orcs. Are they orcs? Or are they? But there's also
3: sort of a chaos dwarf-looking thing in there. So what, what was wait, this,
0: the first kit-bashed wait, team?
3: Wait a moment. I, I'm waiting for the image to come out.
0: <laughs> it's, the same, uh, it's the same I... one.
3: Okay. Uh, right after the Ogres. Right after the ogre. Oh, that, that's, uh, no, that, that's uh, a Chaos Dwarf team. It is Kyrs a Chaos Dwarf, Dwarf, Dwarf team, yeah. That's a Bull Centaur. Yes, these are Bull Centaurs. They're absolutely beautiful. And uh, the and the hobgoblins are uh, the the plastic orcs from uh, right. the the box with That's the goblin That's what confused hats.
0: me. So, I see. So you you put the uh, the goblins on. Ah, you put the orcs on and you gave them the goblin the traditional Mongolian yes. goblin hats. I'm a fan, though. Of course, hobgoblins yeah. should have orange skin. We all know that. So then you decided you'd go for all 24, and as you said, you won a fair chunk of them already. And then of course. Yeah. So you got all 24. So there you are yes, you've got I, every I got, team how beautiful I got all
3: I got every team in about uh, 6 months from when I began playing. Wow. Wow. Okay so that's that that's not not all painted disclaimer not all painted. Right. In uh, 6 months. Did no, did I... you at that point think this is a problem?
0: No. No. You thought, I'm just going to get those teams. I'll have one of every team, and that'll be everything I need. When
3: when I arrived at that point, I had been insane for a long, long time already. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
0: Um, Because then you decided, why not have everything Games Workshop have ever released? Which seems the logical Uh, next step, doesn't it? I've got uh, all the third edition teams. Let's just have all the Games Workshop teams.
3: The the only thing at the moment I don't own that Games Workshop released for Blood Bowl is... Elf
0: the Dark that's Elf Referee. The Dark Elf... The Dark Elf Referee. If there's someone out there sat on two... Yes. That's beautiful. You and Steve Greenberg will be very happy people. I suspect there's someone out there with 30 going, one day I will rule the world through the power brought to me by Dark Elf Referees. Um, so yes. then you had it. You got there. Your collection was complete. You had every Games Workshop team. All of them. Yeah. All the beautiful looking teams, all in lovely colours, all painted, ready to use... Um But what's this? There's so many, there's lots of third-party teams. You didn't think, oh, I'll collect all the third-party teams, did you, Rolex?
3: Yeah. No, I, I, I did not collect uh, all the ones that I did want. I There are a lot of third-party teams I don't it's
0: Okay we're just getting we're getting a lot of I interference on the mic at the
3: moment. You 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 can hear me? Can you hear me? We can, yes. Okay. I just bought the third party teams I I liked and I thought they were cool or I could have for a good price.
0: Okay. So because I mean there are a gazillion of them out there. You you can't possibly be aiming at every single one.
3: Um, no, but... but for example, uh, for uh, there was a Kickstarter that Impact did uh, some years back, uh, in which in one Kickstarter I bought tw- 26 teams <laughs> at the same time. Isn't but that isn't a... that the
0: sort of award level they usually leave for shops? No, not, yes, not but it,
3: was, uh, it was 25 25 each. Why not?
0: But but when you know you're you're buying at the level of a shop. And they say, so so which retail outfit should we send this to? And you say, no, it's it's just me.
3: It's just me. It's just me. I had problems sometimes uh, with customs. They say, oh, you're selling stuff. No, I'm not <laughs> selling stuff. That's for me. Okay. I'm not selling.
0: So, um, and on and on and on. What's your feeling on the new resin teams? Are you a fan of uh, of resin? Are you a fan of of metal? how do you feel about the the, the whippersnapper that is the
3: 3D-printed team? It depends. Uh, I I love a lot uh, old metal teams for the metal feeding. But, uh, for example, I hate metal teams that are very fiddly, very hard to put together and uh, tend to break and uh, don't stay together. Uh, I like uh, resin is uh, fine. It depends on the resin. Is a uh, resin is a very wide, um, uh, a a very, a very wide term. There are things that are not worth owing because they smell badly, <laughs> and the things that are amazing. It depend. It all depends on the resin.
0: Okay. Um, and and is painting very much part of it? I mean, how how many of your teams? Because we have just shown. I'm just gonna flash it up again. I don't know if you've seen this the terrifying image of your cupboards.
3: Yeah, you're showing the cupboards. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, that that's is four that adult-height cupboards entirely yeah, full it of figures.
3: It's a, a little more than two meters tall cupboards. <laughs> it is uh, the one with painted themes is not 100%. The others are uh, full now. <sighs> I need another cupboard.
0: Yes. That's that's definitely the problem here. The problem here is the lack of cupboards.
3: Not enough cupboards. Not these enough from, cupboards. From, from, these are from quite cheap. I can uh, recommend these. These are from Ikea. Very okay. good uh, product.
0: Great, great cupboarding. Now, there was some ones I asked you to pick out, a few that were special to you. You have currently, the last I heard, was 420 different teams. Is that still roughly the number? Uh,
3: the, the, the correct number should be uh, 414
0: 414 teams yes wow that's 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 a at lot of moment. teams at the moment
3: there are a f- there are a few on the way from Kickstarter I was gonna say if I, if I speak to you in a, in a
0: week is it going to change or is it in a, in a month it will definitely
3: change probably right? probably yeah. but uh, re- remember I count a team the, a, a team goes in the total after it is it has been glued to the bases at least. So you have some just put sat together, in boxes. The so yeah, they have no, to be put
0: together and, and I, glued to the base and yes. then it counts.
3: Okay. I have double teams, I have teams in boxes. They do not make the total. Right.
0: So they it, it's are, it's four hundred and eighteen unique
3: five when it's together.
0: Unique, glued together on display, maybe unpainted yes. teams. Four hundred and eighteen.
3: Yes. It 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 must be unique. It must be be glued together and uh, ready to display. For example, okay. in, uh, in in the the way I count teams, green burgers would have very few. <laughs> because theming boxes don't count for me. Right.
0: Well, I'll, I'll let you two fight about that in a second. So I've asked you to pick some highlights out. We've already seen the oldest team. That was those Ogres. You've still got those? Um, you must be very proud yes, of I them. Yes, i still got those. The, the seed of this we, uh, disease.
3: Yes, I'm um, I'm uh, yes, uh, they are a bit embarrassing to show, because now I'm a much better painter.
0: No, no, they're, they're history. And the, the your but newest team my... at the time, I realise we've updated since then. But my most recent team, I'm looking, I'm guessing from the beer pigs at the front, that's a Norse, a Norse Kickstarter or yes, someone's the... new Norse team.
3: No, 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 no. That's a uh, that's a uh, GW Norse. Oh, it's the at GWs. The uh... a... Yes, GW W Norse. Yes.
0: And then next up, the models. most expensive team, Games Day. Yes. So w- that doesn't games look particularly day. special to me. It just looks like a team of plastic miniatures. Uh, the games,
3: uh, No, that's, uh, that's uh, the Games uh, were a special team that were made and sold just on that Games Day. There are f- 100, 200 copies around. They sell for... Uh, they are all metal and they sell for credit prices, £400 each. Wow. Um, I don't know how so they
0: work. I've just got to cut back to the pictures and ask. Um, Greenburger, got one?
1: Uh, I do indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would. I knew it. It's a, it's a games workshop product. I've got one. <laughs>
0: I thought right right era, right company, I bet Bay's got one. Either that or he is green with envy right now. But no, no you're no. your green burger with got one.
1: Definitely in the back.
0: Do you agree that's an absolute star of a team for Rolex to have pulled out there? Uh
1: I mean if you if you're looking at sort of value and parity, because it's from the, the mother ship and it's so rare, then it has to be probably the most Probably the most valuable, unless you gold-plated another team. Um, <laughs>
0: well, it's or... not. It's not beyond him. Uh, let's look at another couple. He's just pulled out. So we've uh, we've got that the most expensive team, and then uh, from there we go to the most embarrassing team, the bondage team. Rolex, come yes. on. Yes.
3: No, this is this, this were uh, uh, this were like uh, a deal. I found them from a guy that painted them and. Was embarrassed as well, and so <laughs> wanted to sell them. I bought them for thirty euros, painted. Well, it's it's a I mean it's a good price, but I
0: mean I, I've gone on record before as saying that I think we need to get over the the slightly toxic I say slightly the incredibly toxic nature of how Games Workshop and a lot of a lot of gamers looked at women and you know women within gaming um, and the old Amazon teams of the past, and I think the new Amazon team uh, shows a great deal of promise to not be. You know,
3: all yes. huge yes. breasts and thighs.
0: I, um, are you really embarrassed I, about it, or is it just because I said, what's your most
3: embarrassing team, and you thought, I'll show you that it, one? Is, it is not a team I would take to a tournament. Yeah. It, it is not a team I would... lie is fine to be in the shelves, it's fine to have it, but uh, I would not go to a tournament when I may uh, have to play against a child uh, with this. No, absolutely. Just for that. Um, just for that. It's, so then we've also got...
0: Your most beloved team, and this is the boar. So it's. Uh, I'm looking at a picture. The boar. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to guess they can be all sorts of things.
3: Um, presumably, uh, the boars uh, are. Uh, the story of the boars uh, comes from a thing. My league, my local league, is the Wild League, and the symbol is a boar. Uh-huh. And, uh, there is a guy named a boar. and uh, we. Uh, Go to a Boar Fair with Boar. <laughs> so it is uh, it is uh, just uh, a celebration of my league of my team of players uh, of the of my friends, and so I made, uh, I put I put together all the Boar miniatures uh, and, uh, and uh, I put it together so I could play with like with various races. Yes, I think I can see
0: how you could get goblins out of those or. Um, certainly, I'd have thought Black Orcs. Um... Yeah. Uh... Ogres. Ogres, yes. But a, a beautiful backstory behind them as well. Next up, we have the best games workshop team ever. Um, controversially, uh, I think some people might disagree with this, but it's your statement, it's your PowerPoint, I'm just uh, the man showing it and describing it to everyone. And you've gone for the best games workshop team ever to be the second edition Skaven. Um, now, Dave. what did you love I about love this team?
3: Them. They, they are, I, they, this team are the reason because I did not stop at third edition, and I started to buy second edition as well, and uh, I love because they are, uh, they are very, they, they have a ton of personality, yeah. and they have a ton of goofiness. The runners with uh, the oven gloves are fantastic. And, uh, you know, the kicker with the b- bionic eye, the blithers. The teams, uh, if, you, if you put them uh, close to the latest uh, Games Workshop uh, Skaven, uh, there is, it's not a game. <laughs> These are just uh, a ton of personality. To me, it's one of the teams, if you MVP. look back
0: in history, and we'll have to bring Greenberger in on this, he is our historian, uh, particularly where the teams are concerned. When you look back on the history of Blood Bowl teams, I remember a lot of ones you had to bring a, a great deal of your imagination to. You know, orcs, where all of them just stood like that. And and 11 of them across the field. And you'd have to say, okay, this one's doing this and doing that, and that one's a bit more heroic. Um, I feel that Skaven team was one of the ones, there was some real personality in a lot of the sculpts the team felt in action in a way that... I don't think we've really had a set of sculpts that have sort of done that to the same degree, except the, the modern Games Workshop sculpts, which I think are excellent, the current set that are going around.
1: Do, do you That's agree right. with the Greenberg, yeah. or are you...? I, I think there's certainly something in that, and I think they also came with mutations. So some of the add-on players that you could buy never recently re- re- reissued by Games Workshop. You buy them in little packs recently. Um they they really added flavour to them as well. Uh, of course, then you have the the the, the Ratoga yeah. to go with it. it. was one of the best sort of big guys as well from that time. Mm. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a pretty good choice actually.
0: Yeah, lovely team. My, um, and I mean, you still see them around it. on eBay, don't you? They're very popular still.
3: Yeah, I played this water. Uh, I played at my first NAF championship.
0: Okay. And then moving on from there, we have the best third-party team, and you've gone with Gribo's Amazons stroke Norse. Now, I'm truly excited yes. that this has happened, because by complete coincidence, uh, those anyone that watched the show two weeks ago will know that's the team I gave Thomas W. for his birthday. So I've given him the best third-party team that's out there, you think. Why so? There
3: are, two, there are two things that make them totally amazing. First, they are... Uh, they they are not sexualized. They look like athletes, they uh, are fighting. But uh, and uh, the most amazing thing is body types. Each and every one of these uh, uh, players is different. Uh, it is uh, uh, 90% of the time you, when you look at a team, all the players uh, of the same role are the same it- the same width of uh, shoulders, the yeah. same uh, body type. Here is uh, the chubby, the chubby ones, uh, the the small one, the, wall, the one uh, more boosty, the one with bigger hips, and everyone looks like it was taken from a, li- a real live person. This is the way a team with female models should be done. This is. My favourite third-party team at all and one of the best produced third-party team i I ever seen.
0: Fantastic. I mean, I, I, as people have heard me say a lot, I feel very similar about the Zenobian Zeniths again. Yes. They're, they're more postmodern um rather than a traditional fantasy team, but again, you get the variety of body shapes. Uh, you get women that look like they could give you a proper yes. of blood bowl and, and smash your face in. Um, and whilst yeah. they're not unattractive deliberately, they're not sexualized in a way that I find... You know,
1: indefensible and it took, in the thing with that incredible big mat, big girl, in, in the kind of aliens yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. I mean, uh,
0: to me, a direct Ripley ripoff, but to be used as an ogre. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, should should they gain access to them? Although everyone has access to everything now, so presumably they'll gain access to Morgue and Deep Root and. I don't know every other star that there is but um yeah no I I, I I agree um I did think that was a really really nice team and it was a you know a joy to give it away uh, and it's a, it's a, it is great that I think design mm-hmm. in terms of how we look at people within blood Bowl has moved forwards I've said before I wonder if in 30 this, years time we to be looking at drinking and saying the same sort of thing
3: this is also an example of uh, uh, the zombies well are Sexualized, but, on the other hand, are very deliberately not sexualized. Yeah. While, while these are not a, a statement of not sexualization, are just being like if sexualization did not exist and was not an issue. Now... Which is, we... in my opinion... Even better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Please I not... mean, I, I, I want to live in a world where we accept that people can be attractive and unattractive, and that we can, you know, look at yes. other people and say that's an attractive person, but where we're not objectifying people and presenting yes. an unrealistic view of individuals or of one gender or of one subset of humanity. I, I think that's exactly the exactly. way I'd want to put it. But where that line is, I'm not sure we've we've found the swinging point on the pendulum yet. I'm not sure we ever will. But at least we're asking the right yes. questions and moving in the right directions. I think that's that's where i would be now the next one you've got up for us says what next uh, next to one of those beautiful modern tree men that i'm sure we all love
3: that that uh, that tree man <laughs> is just uh, terrorized by the fact i bought a 3d printer
0: ah uh, that's what i'm looking at is it it's the 3d printing uh, you're going to go into that for yourself are you going to make your own teams or just from mm, stl files no
3: no i just uh, i just uh... Both it because I get um, like like with many teams I got a good deal on it and I found some uh, teams uh, I I did like on on um, on Patreon now I have three I have printed three teams at the moment not many but uh, I I I don't look into printing a lot of teams there is a lot of 3D printing teams I don't like. But there are also quite a, li- quite, a ma- quite a few that I do like.
0: Now, just the last image as I'm showing it. I just want to talk about it. Uh, I've counted. There's 11 teams there that you added yes, to your just, collection since since we first discussed you doing a PowerPoint yes, presentation in, of your in team in six weeks.
3: In is, six in weeks. six so weeks.
0: Is is two, are, two a week about standard for you or?
3: Uh, I don't know. Uh, it depends on the month. But uh, a- anyway, I have more. Th- I get more than one team a week on average. <laughs> wow! And 418 teams. Four hundred and fourteen.
0: Four hundred and fourteen teams. Point. How many of them have you put out onto the tabletop?
3: Uh, I think uh, I have put on the tabletop more than way more than one hundred. Wow. I to, just to just to be uh, just to show uh, I'm not just a collector. Um, during uh, uh, the previous uh, rule set uh, between uh, uh, the CRP, the beginning of the CRP, and Blood Bowl 2020, I am the second player for number of NAF games played in the world after Lykos. So
0: and is that I, you traveling all over?
3: Yes, I had uh, I had almost one thousand games uh, in that rule set. Wow! So I have uh, I put a lot of these on the tabletop. And what do you think of the new rule set? Uh, let's let's say it it all depends if you count or if you wait. If you count positive changes and negative changes, there are a lot uh, many more positive changes than negative changes. If you waste them, there are two negative changes that, for me, are a a lot of trouble and the reason I'm not playing as much as before. And there are overpower star players and the multiple reroll per turns, which are the two changes that I really hate.
0: Yeah, multiple rerolls per turn, I mean, I could get used to. I'd rather not, and I, I think it gives such an advantage to players. Frankly yes. to players like me, to the more experienced player, the players that know when, when that when, leverage is hugely important when, and when to use. When it. I
3: started playing in Blood Bowl twenty twenty, I, I win the first three consecutive tournaments.
0: Yeah. I wonder if we'll see a bit more of that. Of the just a bit more predictability in where things finish. In terms yes. of the star access, I mean I think a lot of tournament organizers are going for just reducing the star access. But as a as a collector, can you understand that that people want to buy those stars? I mean, yes, look at yes. Steve and his, his star blisters. He, he wants them shrink-wrapped, imprisoned forever I, within his malicious
3: grip. I, I own each and every uh, star uh, that uh, he, he owns as well. I love the models. I did like to play them in leagues. I don't like them in tournaments. I did not like the old ones that were not overpowered in tournaments. I really don't like in tournaments the new ones. So might that, prefer... might that
0: just be up to the tournament organizers? Then we can solve it with yes. keeping them. Yeah, oh, of course. They can be course. fun That's... and silly, and you can have them in your league playoffs, but we'll keep them out of the tournament scene. Yes, the,
3: is, is, it's the, bit of a shame. I'm playing. I'm playing less uh, simply because, as I as I think that every uh, tournament organizer should be free to choose, I'm free not to go to tournaments that allow our <laughs> players.
0: Now I do have one more thing to show from you. Um, just as we're talking, I just want to show this. Uh, Oh no, it's completely di- ah. That's why it's disappeared. That should bring it up for you. Yes. So what I'm showing you here is the Excel you sent me.
3: Yes, uh, it is. A,
0: it is a, that is not updated, of course. No, but I, I don't know what the difference is between the ones in the yellow section.
3: The yellow section is uh, uh, the cupboard. Okay. The and... number of the cupboard. Okay. The, the green. Is...
0: The green is in cupboard two. So the yellow ones are the painted ones, are
3: Armadio? they? No, the yellow ones are to to yes, the ones the ones are the ones are in the painted cupboard.
0: Okay, uh, and that takes us up to well, quite a lot, and then we have the blue ones in cupboard three, uh, and the the darker yellow ones in cupboard four, and then the grey ones, yeah. the dark grey ones, and a few red ones. And that takes us yes. up at this point to 386, but we're now well over the 400.
3: Yes. I mean, that's...
0: Are there teams there you look at and you think, I will never play that team?
3: No, never. I I, I have been... I have sold my soul to not die <laughs> until I've played and painted each and every team.
0: And no regrets? Every one you think, I yeah, ha- I, I'm glad I've got that team.
3: No, no, no. Uh, the only regret is some teams um, that I bought and I thought that uh, it was a good deal, but when they came through customs, it became a bad deal.
0: Right. And of course, unfortunately, like, with, with Brexit, that might get a little uh, little worse. No,
3: from the yes, teams. it was also from the, from the US. I bought from the US a team of Skaven uh, slash Underworld that were all dressed like uh, waiters. Oh. with a papillon tie, and uh, and it, it was nice. It was a nice price. But when uh, the shipping plus uh, custom was 150 euros, I said, fuck. And they said, uh, okay. yes, I, 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 was, I was not exactly happy. What is a good price
0: for you, for a, for a non-Games Workshop team? I mean, I've always said I think Games Workshop are great value. I know uh, people complain about yes, the adults, absolute, identical sculpts, but you can do things about that. Modern ones that there's more variety in there in movable arms, legs, heads. absolutely, and even if you've got well, to buy uh, two boxes, forty quid for a, a huge number of figures, I think it's great value. No, any, is what, any, what do you, you expect Europe? to spend? You you you're you've bought many a team. Oh, I think we may have lost him and lots of people, or is that me?
2: Europe's gone.
0: That's it. We're out of Europe. Has Boris done this?
2: That's <laughs> one song. Because yeah, like, we I'll have. We've,
0: we've lost our two European people both at the we same really time. Are. Oh, Bim. Well, look, while we wait for them to come back, let's have a little uh, a look at some of your stuff and we'll talk about dice. Ooh.
1: Okay.
0: So I've got some dice, and these aren't my dice because my dice are in the thing I take to tournaments, which is behind me. But I've then got this. This is a decent-sized bag, now entirely uncomfortably full of dice. Yes, bulging, one might say. Yes, a a big, bulging dice sack I've got here. And every single one in here has been given to me or bought by me. I I counted, as well as the set of block dice I use, which are, of course, fumble dice. I have eight other sets of block dice, and Mm. I have in the region of 40 sets of D6, all of which are... NAF dice or, hello welcome back come on join us in i'm just chatting with bim hoping that uh that we will rejoin europe at some point in many ways um well so i counted about 40 d6s uh, which started for me the first uk i went to my first ever game of, of tabletop i sat down for my first ever game and the first thing that happened is someone handed me a set of dice and said uh, there you are and i said what's this he goes oh well, I, we give dice to everyone we play I thought, that's incredibly classy. And of the six games in the UKTC, that happened to me four times. And someone else gave me a dice mat. I wish I had more, because now I've decided to go back from a dice tray to a mat, and I don't have a a good dice mat. But I will find one in time. But yeah, I got four games, three sets of dice, and I got my NAF dice. So I walked away, and I think there was some dice for attending as well. So I walked away with about six sets of dice from my first ever tournament. And so whether I wanted to or not, I was already a collector, um, but but my little bag of dice, this this is as nothing to you, is it?
2: Well, now, <laughs> quality is uh, is probably more important than quantity here. Um, <laughs> you're showing me uh, what I believe to be a load of dice. But I have no proof that any of those could be a a sack of rice.
0: Could be drool. No, I. (sighs) Look, they sound like dice. And if I can briefly take you with me, I can show you. Look, there we are. Lots and lots and lots and lots of dice. Yeah, loads. Um, All different colours, all different shapes. why but I mean I've got I've got three dice that I love, the fumble dice. I don't really yeah. want which which colour ones? Uh they're black, obviously, with the um Obviously the traditional... they're,
2: they're they're in they're in all sorts of
0: colours. Yes I know. And I do have them in another set, another colour. I also have a, a set that are completely unique. Um yes. when the when there was a set of fumble dice being done, my Chaos Dwarfs, which I often start my Twitch streams with, uh, were being painted uh-huh. for me by S. Pubba, who at the time was doing all the fumble dice. Um, so he did me a set of fumble block dice in yeah. the colours of my Chaos Dwarfs. Yeah, I think um, you mentioned that before. That's, so they are. What a lucky boy. Completely unique fumble dice painted by S. Bubba. It's not who you know,
2: it's who you know. Um,
0: which I imagine you'd quite like to have, but you will never get from me. Right. Uh, no. Because they obviously belong with that Chaos Dwarf team.
2: Because...
0: Sorry, say again? They obviously belong with that Chaos Dwarf team. Yeah. They, are, they are a one-off. Yeah, that's, they are completely unique.
2: That's, that's, that's a big thing for me as well. I... I possibly the well and I, I, there was there was definitely a moment when I kind of thought I not so much about collecting I, I saw the collector group on on Facebook and I was like wow that's really weird why would you want to collect dice from an event that you weren't at I don't get it it's like um, yeah you know you get you go to an event and or like people, if you perhaps drive a caravan or, or or have a walking stick and you go to Skegness and you buy a little shield and you put it that says Skegness and you put it on your caravan, your walking stick. And, yes. And then you go
0: to both
2: and you do the same. It, it, surely it's like that. You're, I have friends who are
0: runners um, and they, they choose yeah, wow. which event they go to. Based on what the event is giving away as the prize for running in it, mm. so they're very prize motivated, very collecting motivated, but oh, they wow. would never collect one from a race they hadn't run. That would never occur to yeah, them. Yeah right.
2: Yeah right. But yeah, they will still—they'll that, still, they'll still go
0: three hundred miles to yeah, a race rather than fifty miles to a race, yeah, because cool. of that's what the they thing. will get from it.
2: But then you just see something that is purely beautiful, and you just go, "Wow, that's really beautiful." Wouldn't it look nice on my display board? Now, we, well, well, we say display board, so
0: you sent me some lovely images, as did everybody this, uh, this week. So we're going to see some more images. I do beg your pardon, those of you who uh, are not able to visualise these, but I am trying to talk about them at the same time. So uh, this was the first one you showed me. I thought, that's, that is probably slightly that's- more dice than I've got in my dice bag. I thought, that's a decent-sized oh. dice collection.
2: I've got to apologise before you go any further, please. This is this this is embarrassing because but it does. I've that, had a busy I've had a busy term and and I really wanted to spend today actually sorting out my dice collection, and it's just a state. There are gaps. Things are in the wrong place. There's no order to it. It's just embarrassing. Really. There's, there's, I don't know why I said
0: that. a lot of dice there, though. And I thought that, and then i looked to the next picture and the next picture was another cupboard and i checked and it is a different cupboard uh-huh. full of entirely different dice <laughs> again isn't it yeah yeah um including you know some very very nice interesting looking ones up at the top there
2: um yeah respect to chris riles for that for that entire cabinet that um
0: that is entirely and uh, the the beautiful. halloween ones i mean just some crazy yeah. crazy dice in there and then there's the third cabinet, which I checked. It, it's a different cabinet full of entirely different dice again. Uh-huh. Um, some very crazy mushroom-themed That's... ones going on up here, and yeah. The, so
2: the so the the, the two E ones uh, in that section you're looking up there. Mm. Um, the, those are those were the those are special to me. Those those were gifted to me by um, by the great people, um, and the fans in. In Leicester, and he and he just said, you know, I've had a really nice game, you're a nice guy to chat with. I would like you to have these dice, and I was just,
0: oh, I lovely.
2: was blown away. I was, I, I was, I felt ten feet tall. I was like, wow, this is well, like what a nice guy, and he's respected that game, and 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 I realised that well, I can, I can have that power. I can do that. I can pass that that love on. Yes. So um, that so that's and that's kind of. Uh,
0: It's it's
2: the giving. It's the giving as well as the getting. Um as you were just saying about um about giving that theme away to 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 someone who beat me
0: yet. Um, The legendary Thomas W. Um Yes, I mean it was it was lovely to give him something. Um and we've had that knocking around since the days of the Fumble Podcast, waiting for something to give us a prize, but I I don't really do prizes on this show as yet. Um and we haven't got a sponsor so I haven't got my own stuff to give away, so I asked Mm. JB and we gave away that, which I thought was fitting. Um, I I mean, I've been doing the same. Since that UKTC, I went to the next UKTC with a Team Fumble. And so I had Team Fumble dice printed up with the the Fumble F logo where the six would be. And I made sure that we we had first one team the first year and then two teams the second year. And I made sure that everyone had a set for themselves and a set of six sets of dice so they could give one to everyone that played anyone at Team Fumble for the entire of the UKTC. I just thought it was a really nice, classy touch. And so, somewhat arrogantly, I had my own purple pearlescent ones made uh, with with an F put on the uh, place where a six would be there. And I've been handing those out to anyone that plays me at at tournaments, thinking that would be... Now, I mean, to someone like you, that's if I hmm. sit down, play you, and then give you a set of 2- 2D6, that's that's nice, is it? Yeah, absolutely. It's not, my goodness, who does this arrogant arsehole think he is? He's got his own dice. <laughs> well,
2: no, no. I guess
3: I've never really thought of it like that.
2: If, um, good.
3: If, it, if, I, if I can contribute, yeah, uh... yeah, mm, of course can. We went uh, uh, with my league team. We went to two World Cups, Lucca and Donburn. In both, we had uh, dice made uh, with the logo of our league, and we gave uh, two dice to each of our opponent as well.
0: Yeah, see I just think it's a nice thing to do, and it's you know you do spend two and a half hours with these these humans. I think it's nice to sort of commemorate yeah. that in some way.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um... It's, yeah, right uh, would it, it, is the line that you're exploring there to do with that they're your dice or are they your team dice?
0: Yeah, or is there a difference between two, this two two represents our team that, or represents our league? And these are yeah. these represent me. <laughs> you know, you've played purple yeah. chest. Well done. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, no, I don't. I personally, I don't think so. Um, it's reassuring. I, I I I know other people who do this. Um, one of them is a professional dice manufacturer, uh, designer, maker, whatever. Um, um, and so and so that's I think that I think that just heightens the honor of being of being given the the, the dice. To be honest. Um,
0: now coming back to that, feel, that image we were looking at, there's an interesting section oh, on this yeah? which is the NAF dice um how many oh, wow. naft how many sixes have you got and are they are they worth yeah. uh, collecting because most of us will start if we ever play tabletop by getting a set of naft dice yeah too true
2: and um and i think i had uh a, possibly two or three of my sets before i realized some were rarer than others
0: um
2: What's what's the yeah, peak wh-
0: of NAF dice rareness? What's the <laughs> what's the one if someone finds down the back of the drawer? They should think, "Oh, that's thirty quid on eBay."
1: The pink misprint ones. Um, there are unique ones, aren't there, Ben?
0: Yeah,
2: the, the, uh, yeah yeah. Well, I think Steve's probably more qualified to talk about this than than I. But um, there 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 have been times um, when yeah, limit rarity comes comes with with lower numbers obviously and um then of course if if and if as with so many things if there's a mistake ooh um they're even rarer uh and they're really hard to get hold of it, it, and if it's if it's a thing that people collect um yeah so there was i don't what when was it steve it was um there were there were a, a load of naff Gifts that were made, and what was the mistake? It wasn't. It wasn't a miscommunication. Someone said white, and someone heard, and the designer heard pink or anything. It wasn't something like that. I think there were, were they testing well, test
1: colors. Yeah, yeah, there were a few which were kind of odd, odd colors or test colors, slightly different. The, there's a kind of there's a pink set, but there were a darker purple set. Yes. Um, yeah. Much more restricted. And they're they're really hard to find. If, you know, but the they,
2: they were they were, am I right? They were they were, they were constructed.
3: They were they were they were made they're
1: as a test.
3: No, uh, if if I can explain, uh, yep. I, w- I was for three years uh, uh, responsible for the Naf Dice. Oh, wow! I didn't know. And uh, the 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 darker pink ones uh, were the test run for the color, and the color was not correct. So the, this test run, they were reprinted in the correct color. And th- that test run was given just enough stuff. How many sets? Five sets, was it? Seven? No, or... not, ma- not many. Not uh, many. I think uh, okay. less than 40, 50, less. Oh, okay. Okay. I have uh, the pink ones, but not the dark pink ones. Yeah. I have the regular pink very. ones.
2: Obviously, very few people do. Um, yes. But. Uh I think if personally, um for for my my captain uh, you were just looking at it behind me also, the uh once I got all of the others, I was able to like draw a line and say that's fine for me because because uh, because otherwise I'll go mad.
0: Um Yes, that that might be a possibility. Um so we've got the nav dice, we've got these down the left on this one we had the gazillion different colours of block dice. Um, I mean, I love that. But it, do you have a? Do you use all the different block dice, or is there a set that you tend to gravitate you know, back d- towards? yeah. Well,
2: again, uh, so no. There are some dice that I will not ever take out of the. Well, I will take them out of the cabinet, but I won't take them to a tournament in case I lose one of them. To be honest, there are some that that just that just for one reason or another are so valuable to me. Um... Then uh, my yeah, there is a start coming up that the 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 dice that I would take to a tournament or even a league match will be as you've alluded to that they will be personal to that team. Usually the same colour of the team that I'm fielding. So i have currently been playing.
0: So there's your um... dice box. That's the uh, the green and uh, the tokens you're using at the moment, isn't it? I mean, you'll yeah, take a that, couple that, of seconds to that's, that's the bad boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So uh, green and white, because the team is green and white. So my team sheet is green. Um, and uh, I wear green and white pants. And you,
0: know, um, but, <laughs> and you select uh, you select a set of dice for that team and for that tournament.
2: Yeah, and that... yeah. And, and for, for me to help me pick the right dice, not roll the wrong dice, I, all the block dice here are the white and try to get pearly white. Right. And all the and all the D sixes are green, so that you just look down and I need a D six. That's easy to work out, rather than I because think... that's something I really dislike about the Games Workshop set, is the logos are on the D sixes are so similar in design on many of the sets to the to the to the block dice. You'd, how many times we've all done it? Yeah, how many times do you pick it you roll it. Oh, it's the wrong dice. Hold on, let me find the right one. Oh, it's gone under my chair. I don't know where it is. Whatever. Um So I won't take any of the game's workshop ones either.
0: Um I don't particularly find them very clear or easy to use. Yes, I mean I I think what I love about the fumble dice is just how visually clear they are. You can tell across a room yeah. what those symbols are and depending on how much blue or white or yellow is showing, you know exactly what it's telling you. It's and all the games workshop yeah, always been that single mm. color etched onto a, a single gem mm-hmm. dice. I just I find it really tough to read. Tough to read, it's unimaginative, it's there's
3: no creativity. There now, there's an
0: interesting word. So here we are talking about the usability of dice. And as someone that, that sees myself as someone that primarily plays the game, that's what I'm interested in. I mean I mean I do like nice things. But really, I'm mean, into usability, yeah. utility. Mm. Where does that line go for you, though, Ben? Because you like a pretty dice, don't you? You know, like pretty dice.
2: I, um, I've, I've only ever won one uh, tournament, and I spent the first two games of that tournament thinking that Defender uh, Stumbles was a push on the dice <sighs> that I was using because it was the first time I'd ever used them. Um, so, you know, the door... Did, do you think that helped or hindered? Quest, um... Uh, yeah, no. Well, it hindered me. I was just pushing, pushing these poor goblins around. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but um, and there's I've just signed up for a tournament, um, which is not in Wolverhampton. It's going to be in Telford. Uh, and the the TO has said if your dice are not clear, you cannot use them. That not not really the words, but. If if your opponent complains about them being hard to understand, then you must use Games Workshop or NAF
3: dice.
0: Um, so can I, I complain about Games Workshop and NAF dice being hard to understand?
2: It, well, exactly. They
3: and, are um, the worst. They are the
2: so, worst. Yeah. Well, some. Yeah. I sent them the photos of the worst one and said, okay, if if my opponent doesn't want me to use these dice, I'll use these even these almost illegible ones the the silver nap ones you can't tell what no. what what you've rolled um yeah 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 so um i do get it it can be really frustrating and you don't want to you know when you've got brain ache in the third game and someone starts
3: yeah well
2: uh someone starts rolling dice and you you have no idea what the Dice is for what the result of the dice is, you don't even know which guy is blocking because you're just vaguing out. I understand it's a pain in the and neck. And then they point but, to um, something that
0: looks like three sticks trying to form a wigwam and say, Oh, that's a pal. And you're yeah, like, exactly is it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, because this like, man I, this one with a, a man with a knife between his teeth, that would have been a push.
3: I, okay. I, in in Italy, I have played several times a tournament known as the 24 hours. 11 Ooh, straight yeah. games. At game 11 is very important. Your dice are easy to read.
0: <laughs> yes, I like, yeah, when when,
3: when people start blocking their own players, it's <laughs> important that you can read the dice. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we we have we've got
0: copycat. That's oh, that's a while away. Yes, and there's a that block around the clock. I think there's two in the UK that do the, the same clock. thing. Yeah, yeah cool. one in the north, one in the south. So Ben, where, where's the where's the line to you? Would you rather use a dice because to you that feels like the right dice for this team, or is clarity more important than that? Is it if it's the right dice, would you oh, cope no. with it being a little? Uh,
2: no, um, what's important? Um, aesthetic beauty, uh, comedy. Um, and then, kind of clarity, and
0: finally functionality. So you don't care at all if they're true dice or not. What do you mean it, by true dice? If a truly beautiful set of dice, you knew that the six was 0.001 percent less likely to come up than it should be, would it bother you?
3: No. All all the dice <laughs> we use are are uh, 0, 0.001 uh, wrong. Uh, I am I'm aware. Uh, yeah. Uh, Essex dice are are not casino dice. No, no. Nor should well, we want um, to
2: use
0: casino dice. No, no. but um, is it possible to see that? There, there's. Um, Hang on, let me pull I you love... up on uh, on. Let me give you the full screen, and that way we'll get some chance. To oh, see
2: okay, it. I um, I rarely use these dice because they are not cuboids. Yeah. Um, but they were produced by um, an educational. Supplier um, to show that the odds of a dice this shape are, are, the, are exactly the same as a as a dice <laughs> which is completely cuboid.
0: Okay, um, so we're looking I, at a, a dice that has, I mean, very irregular sides. I mean, yeah, the the, the yeah. six is a, I mean, a trapezoid. It's it's you know the sides are incredibly odd shaped, and yet it's more or less a cube, but with no two sides or angles. To be honest, exactly to be honest, the reason arm, I don't
2: use this is is because it doesn't have any cute logo on it. Um right. if if I was playing someone who who was maybe a little bit funny about the um, odd shape, I I really would possibly pull it out just to wind them up. Um I am again, sorry, I, I just I like having fun with people, <laughs> getting inside their brains, and messing around with all the noodles um sometimes and uh yeah so um you've got i have i did once in the 40k world you see i got i got really no you can't use those dice they were um d6s but they were what they call crystal i haven't got one to hand they're not cuboids but they're d6 and it's quite obviously random what number you're going to get but the person i was playing was refused to play me if I continued using these dice. Um, so I said, well, but they're, you know, they're, but they're my lucky dice. And do, I mean,
0: do you, been, you ever get that in Blood Bowl? Do people look at your extraordinary dice choices and say, "Come on, just roll something I can understand"?
2: I, yeah, sure. Uh, I get, I get more comments, to be honest, from people who on how you roll that you must have, that the dice must come out of your hand and must roll a long thing. Um, uh, there's a mutual friend of ours who pulled me up on this let chance once so I just rolled every dice right the way up the board to his
0: end right. um were you were uh, you a plopper is that are you guilty of the plopping
2: i'll I'll flip oh I won't do that now because um because I have a a, a tubey shoot thing that that just gets rid of all that but yeah in yeah quite casually I just flip it I'm not I'm not deciding which face comes up it's random to me um but on the occasion when it doesn't roll and it lands on a six, um, your opponent or a POW, your opponent goes, That's not proper roll. You want to sort rolls out. And I would I can count on I can count on three fingers the number of times that that's happened in the Blood Bowl community. I don't have as many <laughs> games under my hat as these good gentlemen. But um I just think uh, I think Blood Bowl guys are
0: uh, and girls are... Um... What is the word? Um, uh, can Better more... humans than anyone that plays 40k. Well, that's
2: that's definitely hit the nail right on the head.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's reasonably safe to say, isn't it? That's just yeah. we're probably all fine with that. Yeah, and Corn Knight says cooler. I think definitely cooler. Um, yes. So you started the same story as me. <clears throat> Someone gave you some dice. You thought that's fantastic. I I want to be <clears throat> like that. Um, I <clears throat> like these dice things. You then, I have also found the Facebook Blood Bowl dice collectors community. Yeah, and there's 1,700 of you in there.
2: Now, yeah, we had um, we had a big, a big we had a big commemorative uh, event when uh, we got to a thousand. What what, you, what what do you think we had made?
0: Some dice. Um, presumably, presumably, just a pointless, spiky piece of metal <laughs> in a display <laughs> case. I'd have thought. Uh, I'm guessing it was some dice. No, it was a ball token. A ball token, brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they are all the rage, ball tokens.
2: No, we did. did, There were dice. There were dice. There were plenty of dice. Um, There were collaborations. There were like... uh, Because that's another thing. Yeah, collaborations. You might think, oh, we've gone over third-party... do you, team well, do you discuss catchers? where
0: you're putting the one and where the six? I mean, how do you collaborate on a dice? Well,
2: oh, but, no, because, sorry, because third, third parties, I mean, what, could you imagine Punga um, collaborating with uh, Willie Miniatures, Wiley, whatever they are, mm. or um, I desperately can't think of anyone, uh, yeah, succubus uh, and but I mean, I'm sure, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they do consult each other. But you, you, at that time... There were a couple of uh, well-known designers, and it's like, well, oh, who are they going to ask to do the commemorative dice here? Well, let's have a collaboration. Everyone who makes dice, let's all get together to do something brilliant for the community. And guess what? Yeah, that's what happened. Um, a
0: whole load, of, whole load of dice. So why why do you think 1,700 people all want to be in a Facebook group talking about dice? What? They're small, they're plastic, so, yeah. they, they all look
2: kind of um, the same. Why? Yeah, uh, in all honesty, there are some people on there who a bit like uh, bird watchers, have twitchers, who who just want to turn up in a field, see the redneck, grieve, and take it off their list and then drive home. But There are other people who want to hang about and understand why, how the redneck reed makes its nest and see it, feed its young and feel all fluffy um dice collectors there are people who will pay as much as they can afford to get the whole set of knife dice or fumble dice uh whatever it is whatever their goal is um and some of these people believe that if they're part of this group they'll be able to outbid everyone else
0: and um oh so is 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 it is it a vicious competitive scene full no, of backbiting and temporary no, alliances. No, I,
2: I refer the right honourable gentleman to my previous answer, that um, people <laughs> who are the, 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 the dice collectors, who I have met, uh, are all generous souls who are looking out for each other. Um, you, you 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 know who has got, if someone's got the blacktop Scaven <coughs> and someone's looking for them, you'll put them in touch with each other. Um, if someone comes along and says, oh yeah, I've got these... First edition Dark Elf dice. and I'll sell them you for eighty quid. Everyone just goes. Anyway, uh, and uh, yeah, I love a dramatic pause for, for
0: effect. They work so well over for, radio.
2: For me, for me, it really was um, a way of a way of keeping in touch with the people who I, who I had traded dice
0: with. Sure. Um, at, Face to face. So, all in lovely, last, like, happy, positive agree. vibes. I'm not going to find my Dallas like soap opera there amongst the you, yeah, bitter it, rivalry I'm not of dice say it's collecting.
2: Not fair. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, now they, we, you are, you, are you described earlier,
0: though, as in the ephemeral, temporary world of ever changing dice. Yeah. Now, surely, yeah. where even an idiot like I can get two different sets of Fumble logo to dice printed up, which are therefore unique to people that have either played Team Fumble or me. Surely, and every club's got their own dice. Everyone goes to the World Cup with their own dice. Surely there's just too many dice for anyone to say oh, yeah. and try to collect the wait.
3: dice. I have a solution for that. Time, me, uh, uh, me and some of my friends, like uh, the organizer of uh, this year, Eurobowl, do things because there are too many dice. Every year, uh, Every year, on the 11th of November... The day of 11 eleven eleven. Okay. Yes. We, we burn eleven <laughs> dice in honor of Nafal. Oh,
0: I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I, I, I'm sorry, Bim. I didn't realize there was going to be toxic content here tonight. Um, you shouldn't have had to hear that. I, I I'm I'm so sorry.
2: Well, I think.
0: I think. Um. I think that's a good point. There's there's too much plastic in the world. So why why dice i mean we've we've heard passionate yeah, about wow. the history we've heard passionately about the different teams about the quality and the the variety of mm. playing them mm. and yes you can roll your dice you can take them to tournaments but they're they're just little cubes with ones on them
2: mm.
0: always ones on mm. them mm. so mm. so sell me on collecting my dice because i've got i've got a bag i'm i'm ready to go
2: yeah well i i, I think that's breaching to the converted um there you go. You you yeah. Yeah. But i um, I can only speak about me, uh, personally. Um as uh, Mr. Greenberger, the right honourable gentleman Greenberger there, um mentioned that, it, that I I already was collecting dice before I started playing uh Blood Bowl before I started playing 40k. Um I started I started playing dice games uh when I was about six or seven. Um I had a friend who'd, who'd been uh, in Mexico uh, he'd been he'd been a cowboy like uh, riding with the cowboys looking after loads of cattle on horseback and at night they would play Yahtzee and uh, he came round and showed us a full of Yahtzee and he absolutely loved it and I found um, it's uh, 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 it is really bizarre how dice roll that um, when you're playing uh, sorry if you so I need to explain Yahtzee. I'm not going to, but you'll find in an evening that there will be people who just roll a lot of twos and fours, and they they can never get the 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 ones or the sixes or whatever it is. Um, and it's just it, it's an oddity. Uh, so I yeah fell in love with with dice and started collecting dice games like the rules to dice games um, quite early on. So I. It's kind of a logical step for me. Um, I did also um, last year um, find, like, the, you know the stuff in in your parents' attic and then mm. eventually you find it. And, and there were some, the, the first dice I ever collected.
0: So. <laughs> those those were your, your teething dice, moment. were they? My teething dice, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, again, it sounds like the, the the collecting the that need to sort of own and to possess and to want yeah. that, and the love of dice was there Ooh. before Blood Bowl came to you, and then this yeah. wonderful synergy happened yeah. when when you and Blood Bowl found each other.
2: Well, and, and 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 other coaches that that's 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 the that's the kerosene to this spark, uh, I guess. Uh, but I, I got a few pictures as well,
1: quite um, like uh, pictures. Um, I mean, um, it's such a. They look so great, as well, don't they, Ben? You know, when you've got them up, they look fabulous. A lot of collections, they kind of look interesting. They don't look quite as stunning as a as a look. I mean, look at his cupboards that he has with mm. them as well. I mean, they're just fantastic and, and you know, handmade
0: by amazing. your own good hands, Bimster, I believe. Yes, 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 yes. And that's and that's uh, they uh, are truly amazing. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Well, they they I'm. I'm I'm going to be making a few uh, soon. I've got uh, tooled up my shed and I'm going to start uh, making them for other people to have,
0: Um, starting off small. Um, So things like this lovely cupboard here that I'm just going to flash up again. So a specific dice displaying cupboard. Is that the sort of thing we're going to be doing?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly something similar.
0: (laughs) The the other (laughs) things you showed me, which I think are just as we've we've got the, uh, the ability, I'll throw them up too. This uh-huh. this beautiful team here, uh, again Chaos Dwarves, a team very close to my own heart. Yeah. Um, can you just explain to us what we're looking at here? This this is a set of dice that I bought
2: for 130 quid, and it came with a free team. So I thought <laughs> I'll paint I'll paint up that team because they're quite fun looking, um, and I'll get some laughs and and then i found out the pain and agony that you inflict on everyone with chaos towards um but before that yeah i made a little um display pedestal for them and and then i put some lighting underneath it. a little a little button that makes the sound but yeah they're excellent Uh, that's uh (laughs) it is it is a fantastic team rolex do you have that team it's it was a nope RN Studios in the Kickstarter. I have, the, I have the previous thunder. one. I yeah. have the previous the one. Previous
3: not, one they I go. I, I have the one with uh, with the sand dwellers and with uh, the big monsters.
0: Excellent. Yes, it is not the first uh, Star Wars themed team I've seen. No, at least two no, that's, other. The
3: second, that's the second Star Wars team. Um, I don't have that. One. And
0: then the final one you shared with me is this. That's a very special looking uh, white pearlescent dice. That beautiful thing. What's that logo you see? on it? Okay, that's uh, that's Bim. That's the Bim Star. That's the Bim Star
2: Star Bim. Star, star and star. why does that exist why is that on a <laughs> dice uh, well yeah thank you we were just getting um I'm gonna I make some um I make boxes for dices of course and they are dices by the way they're not die um so I need a trading name and that is bim star productions so I'm gonna promote myself so, what better way than to have some BIM Star Production dice? Yay! So oh. those are. Oh, that's a, that's. I don't even have that dice. That's just a photo. Um, I haven't asked permission to show it, but I guess it's my well, my thingy.
0: I haven't asked permission to show it either. So if anyone's got a problem, they can come talk to me. Yeah, I guess that's me that would have a problem. So I think it's all right.
3: Yeah. Again, come see me. You know, I'm a big fella. I'm I, not. I'm not I think they are wonderful. There are no numbers, so you cannot roll ones. The perfect dice.
0: I, I mean, I'm presuming there are other sides to it, but it's a beautiful-looking thing. Um, yeah, it that's, tends that's... to be... I found out when I tried to get the um, the original fumble dice done. My original idea had been, because the, the F that makes up fumble actually has three ones on it, and is mm. an F like a fail, that I would put mm. the F instead of the one, and I would still have that. It yeah. is indeed a fumble dice, thank you. Um, and I would still have the numbers two to six, and have the F instead of a one. But when I I mm. mentioned this to my teammates, they were up in arms about the idea of putting the logo anywhere other than the six. Are you a purist? Must logos be on the six? Steve Green's yeah, nodding I away. Am. I am. A Rolex Bim. two. Bim, say, I, say they can be. I anywhere. have a
3: spe- I have a specific reason. <laughs> I played I played for an an entire game against a vampire player which had the logo on the ones, but didn't know about it. So he thought that the logo was on the six. <laughs> and so he, he didn't couldn't fail Bloodlust for the whole game. Fantastic.
0: Fantastic. Well, there, there's a the good most, reason to have it, it must, on, the, on the one.
2: The most annoying dice I've ever played against uh, someone who had come from, is it like a Yu-Gi-Oh game or something? And uh, yeah, you know who you are, uh, Mr. Rake. Uh the logo is on the five.
0: <laughs> OK, that's what no, no, just no. Yeah,
3: thank if you. I, if I can mention a very annoying dice, uh, the, the Bologna made some dice with the, with the pips uh, normal. Uh, they look normal, symbol on six, everything. But the pips were not in the correct shape. They were around in weird shapes. And so you had to count. You had to count to know which number. Yes, like a little pile
0: in the corner of one of the sides, or things like that. Yes, like that. Yes, Yes, I've seen those. Um, Look, I I I enjoy them as a thing to look at and raise a smile. But I would never want to play with the dice like that. Would you, Bim? Yeah. Yeah. Again,
2: um, (laughs) it's (laughs) it's part of the getting inside the mind of your opponent. No, it's not really. I don't, yeah, sometimes, sometimes I do. I do have a. I've got a little collection of of, of those sorts of dice, and just uh, to be honest, I'd never really find room for them in my dice box when I'm when I'm taking them out. But
0: well um, hmm. now I, I should say, as we do have Fumble Krista in the chat, um, you've shown one of the the sets of the white fumble dice that I made to give away as part of Team Fumble. Uh, these, of course, were the the purple ones, which uh, I don't know if I gave you a set of these as well, Bim. But those were the the purple uh, ones I had done. Just just <laughs> come into focus there, um, oh, which I, I think wow. are very sexy. I've literally got of the two hundred odd I had made, I have that many left. So I have less than a tournament's worth. Before yeah, I might have, have to get some more and yeah. get them uh, get get a new set made, which instead of the the. I don't know. I might go with the fumble again. I like the fumble logo. I might go with the purple chest. Get some actual purple chest themed dice. I don't know, but I definitely decided I I I don't want to run out of good dice to give away. I yeah. I enjoy doing that. It's not again. I don't think it's an arrogance thing. I think it's just a. I want people. I want to say, look, I've enjoyed playing you. Um, here's here's something to say. We played a game of blood bowl. That's that's what the intention
1: was. I think it's a wonderfully generous thing to do—is to share, share the dice and the memory. I think it's a wonderful gift. I don't think, and anyway, um, yeah. you know, it, 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 anything other than that. And I don't expect I
0: any back. I just—I remember that feeling at the UKTC yeah. where I got free dice, and I thought that's fantastic. And I just—I hope one day someone feels that about a dice I've given them, as they, you know, perhaps they walk away from their first ever tournament, going, "Well, look, I'm oh. on. what a lovely it's set of show, dice I've it's
3: got!" It's showing everyone that. Uh... They are not an opponent, they are just a friend. We Mm. are playing together. We are not playing you are not we are not as much playing against each other as together. I have even
0: once or twice given them away to people that beat me. So (laughs) it is it's not just not just exclusively to people I beat. I have given them to people that have beaten me. I have stopped recently and is am I crazy, but I've stopped giving them out at the start of the game. Because then people tend to use them during the game. Ooh. And if people are rolling hot dice using my dice against me I I'd find that a bit a bit harder to take than if they're using their own dice
1: well, I think at the end of the game it's a nice ritual. It's talk. the
0: right time isn't it
3: It's the right time Yeah it, it, it's also it's also good because uh, you don't feel so well when you find the, the it's very rare but once uh, in every 100 game you find the douchebag Yes and so is is not nice when you find after you've given them in my presence that they are a douchebag. Yes,
0: I want to say if you if you have played me and haven't got a set of dice, um it's probably just that I forgot.
3: Or you've run out. Yeah, you
2: run out. Or that's the problem. Yeah, you or I didn't have any that that's that's that I day.
0: Yeah, yeah. you are you a say... douchebag? But probably <laughs> that i forgot. Probably, probably.
1: I, I think probably after the NAF dice, I think the fumble dice are probably the most sought after. I would say. Bim, would you thought?
2: Uh, personally, yeah, the fumble block
0: dice,
1: they were um, dice, um, really are probably after the NAF dice because of the community, you know. You know, I mean,
0: certainly the few times I've seen one crop up on eBay, they've gone for an absolute fortune.
1: That's been buying those, probably.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I want, I wanted to make as well dice, uh of myself, and not just of my league, to give my opponents. But I tried to fit uh, on, the, on the face of the dice the four cupboards full of teams, but it, it didn't look well. <laughs> yes, yeah. of course, what
0: I'm really paying for with my fumble dice, I have a set from the original first ever set that went out, and a set more recently. Um, so that I've made sure I've got a set painted by Esparba, but also a set painted by hand by Krista himself. Wow. Mm. Like you could possibly even take the DNA of Krista off there in a the Jurassic Park-style <laughs> environment and have a have your own theme park of Krista's, obviously crossed with frogs <laughs> or whatever else, running around coding thousands of little fumbles for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, but but I, I thinking about it, you talked about irregularities, Bim. You know that I've got that set of yeah. fumble block dice specifically made for my Chaos Dwarf team by S. Yes. I've got four block dice because one of them was printed slightly out of whack. Wow. So even there one of those go. completely unique ones, there is one uniqueer than all the other unique ones.
2: Yeah, but on its own, I think, you know, you can't separate it from the
0: herd. No, you? no, it's, it, it's, it's a set girl. of four, including the runt of the litter. Yeah, yeah, I shall wow. have those. I shall have those dice buried with me. Yeah. Speaking of which Rolex, it's, it's, didn't you say you have a, a plan for how to disseminate your collection to the wilds
3: well at at the moment the plan is that uh, to put in my will that when i die we have a funeral tournament everyone comes to play without a team then they play one of my teams and after the and after the funeral they take it home but oh, yeah. uh, the the most important thing will be uh, will be that the, the the table 1 the first table will be across my open coffin so if I'm not really dead oh. did you, uh, at the end, at uh, halfway through the game, I get up and ah!
1: The thing, the Just problem to is scare the, way the you're shit going. out of them. The way you're going, though, Rolex, I mean, that that's going to feed the World Cup. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, it'll need to be a World Cup, surely.
1: We're yeah. have to a World Cup, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Maybe. Look, I said I wanted to come back to this, now that I've got all, all three of us here and, and chatting. Um, where does the collecting and the blood bowl fit together? Is it hand in glove? Is there tension between them at times?
3: Uh, can Do you I go, go to an event thinking, oh, I'll put
0: up with the Blooming Blood Bowl, at least I'll get to buy more dice, or at least I might get hold of that thing that that fella said ah. he might have? Can, Does the collection can I... thing drive you sometimes? Rolex.
3: Can I go? Okay. The, the, this, uh, I, I didn't thought about it clearly for a long time, but you made me th- think about it uh, when you started putting it. The point is, f- to me, to me, this is Blood Bowl is a, a tabletop game played with collected and painted miniatures. So, to me, there is no Blood Bowl without miniatures. There's no Blood Bowl without collecting. There's no Blood Bowl without painting. I experience Blood Bowl fully when I collect, I paint, and I play with an opponent in front of me. The mechanics of Blood Bowl are available in other places, like fumble, cyanide. But Blood Bowl as an experience, as a whole, as I conceive it, as collection and playing with the feminine. And so collection is a part of Blood Bowl. But me, Rolex, I I have bought bought through eBay,
0: and occasionally a friend painted them. I have... Almost all the races and teams now. I have a small bag of dice. I, yes. I don't paint. I, I will never paint things. Are you telling me that I am a blind man in the world of Blood Bowl because I, aspects I, of this hobby you, are lost I,
3: to me? I'm telling you that you are not experiencing everything. You are experiencing oh. the part you want the to experience. You are experiencing the part you want to. So it's fine. But to me, there is another things. There is a is is wider than that. There is a little bit more, and I tell you, if I told you how you could paint a team in three days, in your free time, yeah, it's I, just a matter of knowing.
0: Uh, but free I, time, I can't. Know. I don't have the hand-eye coordination. It would shame me. You I don't would be need to. You embarrassed do, if, if and ashamed you, of what came if out. If
3: you use, if, if you use correct, uh, if you use correctly shades and contrast you don't need coordination
0: well look I plan to do one about team. painting so perhaps perhaps I remain still to be persuaded to paint yeah. um, but I, we will we will do an episode we haven't talked enough about painting so we will certainly cycle around yeah. back to that.
3: Um, I am not not a great painter. Let's let's bring you
0: in on this. Where does the collection and the hobby and the game all come together
1: in your head? I I think what makes Blood Bowl special for me, because I play a lot of games, I think it is the community of people. And I've met so many people through collecting. Um, uh, I get particular joy helping other people finish their collections. And and so, you know, sending stuff and surprising people is great, isn't it? and um you know the the and i've met i you know i i've generally did, you know won new friends and i've got new friends through it and you know putting it together and i think it i think it's part of, it's at least 50 percent mainly because i'm such a bad player probably i mean <laughs> my fumble record alone demonstrates that after 700 games on fumble i you know i'm sure i'm that guy who's the veteran player when you're choosing i'm the thing you know not the not the rising star you know, but I still love it. But it's, I was going to say, does it
0: does it matter? You have found so many things in this game that you love. I mean, yeah, we'll we we'll, yeah, you know exactly. most people like a win more than they like a draw, and a draw more than they like a loss. But is yeah. it driving you as much as it? No, say-
1: I'm very I'm very happy with the draw, and I don't know if that's because I'm you know particularly British about it, but it makes me at least I can walk away with a kind of oh, well that's okay, mm. not too bad. There's no atmosphere at all about winning. I'm not intensely competitive with in my my my, uh, my blood bowl game, um, but I do, yeah. Uh, so I think the the collecting has amplified my love of it, you know, hugely. I think over over and above, but yeah, I mm. I go to, I feel good about going to a tournament because of the swag. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Uh, what do you
0: like think? does it Yeah, here. well,
1: uh, um, yes,
2: I think well. In fact, as Steve, as you said before, I, I would be collecting, if, 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 even if I'd never heard of Blood Bowl, like, I've got collections of feathers that I find when I am walking the dog. I've got collections of badges that I had when I was eight. I've got collections of uh, all sorts of things. Um,
0: my grandmother, so, yeah. when she hit 85, my grandfather said, no more collections. She had about eight or ten different collections still in their small bungalow. So she stopped having collections and just started getting sets of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Do you think Crazy. that's you? Is it? Is Blood Bowl the current one? But there'll be more. Yeah, perhaps that's that is. Perhaps
2: that's part of it. Um, it's just a yeah, another phase in my collection um, habits. The only time will tell.
0: <laughs> do you, do you, does, does it narrow down from dice to maybe just coins? with their two options. Is that the next logical phase for you? Right. A- yeah, no, I've got a few
2: points. I'm not really... Yeah, I'm not really... Uh, uh, there was something said earlier about... Um, yeah, you know, your runners. You, I I, I won't choose... I think it's probably hard to choose which bubble tournaments you go to for the swag because they don't all tell you what the swag is going to be. Yeah. Um, they have, I'm sorry, Robert... There have been tournaments where I've come away with a, a few stickers and gone. Well, at least I met some nice guys and I had a couple of good games. Um, <clears throat> but, um, you know, I don't go to tournaments for the swag. Um, and the, co- the collecting, personally, is the byproduct. Of the, the Kind of the bonus, if you like, of, of, of playing Blood Bowl. And, um, and, and and yeah as Rolex said there are all sort of aspects to it um, and I'm I
0: I like to enjoy them
2: all I mean, Just it's great some, well, of some of the aspects I enjoy more than others I, mean, I, um, I yes. wanted to frankly I wanted to
0: take the piss a lot more than I have this evening but what's come across <laughs> from all three of you is there's still a love of Blood Bowl that's underpinning all of this and that the collection Absolutely. is very much a shine on the top that it's something I do on top of loving my Blood Bowl rather than the collection yeah. is what drives me now, and I endure the blood bowl to keep the collection oh, yeah. going. Which is well, maybe
3: what I expected to find. Well, oh. abs- absolutely, I can tell you, you have seen, you have seen the photos, you have seen how I'm passionate about my teams, my collection, oh, 100%. I- about playing at turn, playing at leagues, and about painting. I have the same passion for everything. Just uh, I. I don't have as much time as I have for collecting. That is just buying stuff, gluing together.
0: Yeah. Um, Look, we do need to wrap this up. I I asked you for an hour and I've taken two, which I am wont to do, particularly when we're talking about a a fascinating thing. And uh, I think a corner of the community, that, particularly online, we just don't consider. I mean, I always joke whenever people are talking about, why have they done this, why have they done that? One of my traditional answers is, well, because we've got to consider that 90% of Blood Bowl is the painters. That's who Games Workshop are selling things to. That's where their money is. That's where their margin is. And that the vast majority of people are painting and that that's how the game stays alive. Now, without those of us playing, I don't think the painters stay painting. Um, But without the collectors, I mean, none of this stays going. There's a huge ecosystem that feeds into every other part of it. And online, we can just think, oh, well, why is it this stupid rule and this going on and this part of the game? And we forget that we're a tiny little corner. And there's all these other corners. There is 1,700 people in the Facebook Dice Collectors page. Um, That's worth repeating. Just, I mean, think about how many mates you've got, how many friends and likes you've got on Facebook. Blood Bowl Dice Collectors probably has more than you. Um, I think that's incredible, and I think it's something about us as gamers and as Blood Bowl nerds and as a community where where this sort of collecting is going on. And it, I think it's somewhat universal, even people that don't think of themselves as Blood Bowl players. And I don't know how cued in you are, I think Rolex probably is, um, but to the Twitch community and people streaming Blood Bowl too, a a sort of decades-old rule set currently being shown on Twitch because it's the most computerized version of Blood Bowl. Uh, There's a player on there who I did ask on this evening. Sadly, he works Sunday evenings, and I didn't give him enough notice, or else we might have been able to squeeze him in towards the end. Uh, A lovely man called Eliod, who plays some beautiful blood bowl, and is very, very good at the blood bowl. And recently he's been a bit of a funk, and I think the reason is he's having to play as Eliod 2, because his Eliod 1 account is full. They only allow him, I think, 40 teams, and he's now made all 40, and he won't delete them because every single one of those is ones he has run through their seven-week season and into their end-of-season wow. competition. None of them have won that competition, sadly. That's another one of the, the tales of Elliot. But he keeps them. And to me, that's as much a collection as anything you guys
3: have yes. got. Yes. Not He's physical, dis- dis- but it's a collection. No.
0: It, and it, perhaps in the modern world, you know, these are this is the NFTs of the future. Um, it, that's as much a collection. He cannot delete them. Mm. I mean, my Blood Bowl 2 account is simple. There is nothing there anymore. Um, no, there isn't. There's a goblin team. I've played one game on a goblin team this season, so there's a goblin team with one game on it. And there's a, a rebel clan team that I can't delete until the season's over. So there are two teams in my Blood Bowl 2 account. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty ruthless anyway about this sort of stuff. Yeah, well, um, Always have been, because again, on Fumble, I've, I've usually only got about 10 teams in total. Some people have... I remember when Crystal extended that to 100 teams, and people instantly complained it wasn't enough. And so Eliot has run out of digital space for his collection of teams he used to play. He can't play them anymore because once the season they're involved in is over, they can't play in anything except in Open League, which no one plays. So they are literally just a digital history of something he did. And it's a collection. Um, And some people in the chat will probably know more about that than they will about any of the stuff we're talking about. So it isn't just those of us that, that play in the real world that collect things. The digital guys do too on Fumble it's the same there's people that have played, tried to play a game with every single team in the Secret League which is 107 teams which is why they want more than 100 teams to be able to be stored on Fumble um, there's people that have got teams that they haven't touched for 10 years but are sat there so I think there is that inherently I don't know whether it's part of the thing in those that makes us like this dice game or the variance of it but there's a lot of collectors around in this world as well um, and it's fascinating to talk to the three of you Some of the, as I said the the pillars of these corners of collecting Blood Bowl, from the stuff, and I mean, I, I'm calling you the stuff, Steve, I know you've got all sorts, from dice to rule sets to teams, but, you know, you've got more of perhaps the tokens and the markers and all the other paraphernalia around Blood Bowl than the other guys, to the dice, which of course are so central to what we do in Blood Bowl, but, you know, for some of us it's just something we don't think about, we just we roll a D6, but then you walk away with a beautiful set of dice that someone's given you, and it, it's it's, it got they're, they're half red and half white, and they've got the Welsh logo on them, you think, well, that's kind of cool. And so next game, you roll those, and you notice that they roll quite hot, and so then when someone gives you a set of the Scottish team, you think, well, I wonder if the Scots are as hot as the Welsh, and, and then you have a dice off, and suddenly, you're that guy with 200 dice, Ronnie. Wales one. has won. Once. Wales, Wales definitely won. The Scots yeah. dice are dead to me. Dead to me. They weren't colored anyway I mean the red and the white of the scots of the Welsh it was always the, the, they were always the ahead
3: scots guys were stingy in sixes
0: yeah I can't find ones that roll more sixes I've tried but so far
3: I mean yeah, I, they I, do I, exist but
0: they're, I, but they're not legal that was part of my thought as well is if I put more of the paint on the one with the fumble logo won't that make it heavier and the six will come up slightly more you
3: you would just anger naffles
2: yeah, yeah,
0: you better watch out. <laughs> there we are. Uh, just a, a little tiny moment there for those that think this is all about you know toxicity and winning at all costs blood Bowl. Um Yes, there's more blood Bowl dice collectors than people play in, play in CCL. Shepherd, there's more people in the Facebook group. Uh, I, I think as we've heard, some people are there just um, you know like those of us that go and stand and point at um, train spotters on the platform. So hang on, I'm spotting a spotter who's spotting a train. Why does that make me better than them? I, I don't know. Um, so some people are in the, the, fumble, the, the, blo- the Facebook Blood Bowl Dice Collectors page. Uh, as has been said, to collect dice, some people are there to collect the three dice they want, and some people think it's because they'll get access to cheaper dice that way. Uh, it's never been my experience on Facebook. Things always tend to be a little more expensive. Uh, People somehow expect a Facebook premium. I don't know why. Okay, look, I want to wrap this up. We are approaching Mm. two hours. We've talked about the collections. We've talked about Blood Bowl. What do you want to say to the world beyond what we've shown them this evening? What's what's your message about Blood Bowl or collecting or being on this show tonight? I've done my wrap-up, really. All I've got left to say is goodbye. So let's have some final words from you. Bim's looking thoughtful. Rolex was smiling five minutes ago. So I'm going to start with Steve and then go backwards to Bim. Steve, what's your good night message from the collector of all things?
1: Oh, I, you know, I treat people well, treat people fairly, um, you know, and uh, you know, ultimately, you know, if you if you are a collector, you you have a reputation, you know, and treat people as you would like to be treated. I think with it. And uh, and it's amazing what you get in return, which is a lot of love and you know happiness with it and, co- and collecting.
0: Well, it's um, been a pleasure having you on, Steve. Um, thank you for sharing your war stories and your collection with me. Um, that's been beautiful. Uh, Rolex, similarly, um, we've heard a lot from you about the, the modernity of design and things moving into a more inclusive world. That's great. What's your What's your message for collecting with Blood
3: Bowl? Well, my message is that uh, Blood Bowl is... Is great. he has a, a huge, a huge amount of aspects. Enjoy whatever you want. Enjoy it to the fullest, and uh, and just go on. And uh, remember, all, always there, there in Blood Bowl, there are no opponents, just uh, just the friends. And uh, remember also that I have more teams than you do, and you know it. <laughs>
0: you certainly have more teams than I do, Rolex. Uh, Bim, let's come to you. What's oh. your what's your goodbye message? Roll a, roll a dice and tell us what it says.
2: I went to Trinidad on a work expedition a long time ago to go and learn to play steel pan and explore the culture around steel pan. and I was so touched by a message that I uh, found there, which uh, said, one world, one people, one love. So imagine my joy, and I've since then I've signed off my sign emails always with this, or sometimes an abbreviation of it. So imagine my joy when I have these pages uh, and your good self amongst them. I would like to extend that to one collection.
0: Yeah. Well, that's lovely. Um, I mean, one of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on is it is One World, One Blood Bowl to me. I mean, I I want this podcast to be about all sorts of things, to cover whatever I feel like and talk to whoever I want to talk to. But one of the things i always set out to do was to say that we all enjoy the same thing. We all love the same thing which is Blood Bowl. Whether we play it online or whether we collect stuff about it or we play it on tabletop or we play it in a league or we just sit at home painting it and listening to occasional podcasts. And I know a couple of people that listen to this podcast who will never go to a tournament and will never play online. They just want to hear something about Blood Bowl while they sit and paint Blood Bowl stuff. I mean, really, go you. You You're still part of Blood Bowl. You're still part of what keeps the game going and keeps us all alive. And I've loved hearing about these collections. I feel I'm dipping my toe into each of those, like having a little nib of absinthe but putting the whole bottle back on the shelf. I I feel there's a danger there that I I don't want to get too near to because I do like a nice pretty set of dice and a lovely, lovely... I mean, I I feel like Charlie Victor should be sponsoring us. A lovely metal Charlie Victor thing or some of his new lovely skill bands. And I, I get quite excited in a way that I perhaps shouldn't at my time of life. Um, There is something nice about Blood Bowl stuff and about Dice and about Teams. uh, And I'm really glad I'm not at your level. So I'm taking this as a cautionary note. And with there, we are going to wrap up. Thank you to those that have been here this evening. It's lovely to have you in the chat. I haven't been able to get you in much because I've been doing so much clicking around. I hope it's been interesting. I hope we've described enough for those on Spotify, shown enough for those on YouTube. I'll be back in just a week's time where I'm, I'm not going to tell you the lineup just yet, but I've got three of the most toxic people in Blood Bowl, and they're going to come on and talk to me about toxicity in Blood Bowl. But that has been a one world, one Blood Bowl number nineteen. Very much thank you for tonight, and uh, I will see good you night. real soon. Thanks all. Good
3: night, everyone. Bye. Have a good one.
0: Bye. And they've gone. Well, this is usually where I say, and that's where I'll, you know, I'll I'll stop the video. But they've all left, so it's. It's just me anyway. Um, so I guess I'll stop, really. Right, let's see if there's anywhere I like can raid you on to. Andy Devo's playing some Blood Bowl. so's Artemis. Artemis. Uh, and Jimmy Fantastic's doing the Dungeons and Dragons. I suspect lots of people are there already. I'm going to throw you at the Devo. I don't know what he's doing, but he's got 300 people there. So if you're not there, you probably should be. He's much more popular than we are. That was one blood, One World, One Blood Bowl, number 19. Uh, I'm not putting this bit up on YouTube, obviously. I put the bits where I look at least vaguely competent. Okay, you're ready to go. Thank you very much for that, and I will see you hopefully next weekend.